Welcome to another edition of Is This a Thing? I am Jay Sokol, and with me, Natalie Ruiz, Economic Development Director. And uh, Natalie, you are fresh off of speaking at the local Economic Outlook Conference. Correct, yeah. Which, how many of these have you done now? This is my second. Oh, that was just second? Yeah, the second one. Uh, Kelly Templin, our city manager, did those. Uh, oh, that's right. Here. That's yeah. right. Did you use the same presentation as you did the prior year? Um, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, Completely got away from what Templin presented, but uh, <laughs> thank goodness re- revamped it last year and then used that as a framework. Really looking at overall economic impacts, what we what we saw last year, what we expect to see this next year. Okay, so we're going to take a look at your presentation, or at least parts of your presentation. Uh, give people an idea of who's in the room and and who you're who you're targeting with the information you're giving. Well, the information at the Outlook Conference was, there were it was sold out, so there were 500 attendees, a lot of local business owners, bankers, real estate brokers, uh, the university was there, very well represented. Um, anyone that's in the, the construction, real estate side of the market, looking at, uh, especially what uh, Dr. Jim Gaines has to say about the Texas economy and how that impacts us here locally. Gotcha. Okay, let's take a look at Natalie Ruiz and her presentation at the Economic Outlook Conference. In terms of population growth in College Station, what we've really seen is tremendous amount of growth. Our most recent numbers through December of 18 shows us right at 120,000 people. So when you look at over the last 10 years, we've seen a steady average growth of about 3.5%, which sounds, sounds pretty mild and acceptable, but when you really put that into perspective, over the last six years, we've added 4,000 new residents every single year. So when you're driving on Texas Avenue and University Drive, that starts to make a little more sense, at least to me and in, in my way of thinking. We're continually ranked one of the fastest growing cities in the United States. Uh, and recently, a lot of that growth has occurred through very large student-oriented housing developments that are rent by the bedroom. We've seen a lot of those develop closer to campus. Um, as well as in the the Northgate area. Aspire is one of uh, those high rises that has recently opened, an initial $94 million investment. Uh, What we've seen over the last few years is the addition of approximately 5,000 new bedrooms that are within walking distance to the Texas A&M campus. In, In 2018 and moving into 19, what we're starting to see is more traditional multifamily, a move away from the rent by the bed and more focused on your traditional rent by the unit. We currently have four projects that are under construction in College Station, just over $90 million in construction value. So given the growth that we've seen locally, um, we still have one of the most competitive tax rates in the state at just over 50 cents. Given our size and given our growth rate, we're very competitive in that realm. We've also, uh, in 2018, we saw just over uh, $280 million in new construction. Now that's everything, commercial, residential, remodeling. What that does not include is what's occurring on the Texas A&M campus. So Century Square, for example, over $300 million have, have been invested at that uh, location alone that's not reflected in these numbers. We've also seen just under 500 new homes uh, that's built in college in the College Station city limits. So to put that $280 million construction number into perspective, when you look at the last 10 years, um, we're, still, we're still very strong when you look at um, 281 in comparison to you know, our steady years of more of 14 and 15. 
it really proves that 16 and 17 were years that, that held some really big projects in terms of the high rises that we talked about earlier, new hotel development, uh, our schools, as, uh, as Clark Ely mentioned earlier, we had several schools under construction, so 16 and 17 were just really stellar years. But when you put that 281 million in the context of a 10-year uh, construction investment value, uh, while we're down, it's still a very strong number. Also in 2018, we improved our bond rating through Moody's and Standard and & Poor's, and, and that's important because it really shows our financial stability as a city. It also has an impact on the amount, the rate that we pay when we borrow money for major infrastructure projects for the city. To put that in perspective, in, in our FY19 budget, we have just under $108 million planned in roadway improvements, utilities, major core facility improvement projects. So even with the amount of growth that we're experiencing, we're still consistently ranked as one of the best college towns in the United States. And I don't know for you, but for me, I don't really need anyone else telling me we're the number one college town in Texas, because it's, it's just true. So when you look at, thank you for the whoop. So in, in 2019, I, at least locally, what we're seeing is a lot of what's happening on the national and uh, state level in terms of commercial development. I think what we're gonna see is a continued focus on the customer experience. There's a lot of money and time being spent in getting visitors to your site, having them visit multiple businesses while they're there, stay a while, and then come back. So there's, there's the overall experience that, that is a focus. Locally, we're also seeing businesses find second locations, whether it's a restaurant or a retailer, but finding that second location within our, our city limits. Value retailers are gonna to continue to grow. We saw the, a very big push in 18 that was really led by uh, Dollar General, Dollar Stores um, as a whole, but also TJ Maxx companies really led the charge here in Texas. And I just, I don't know if you saw me doing some hand signals earlier, we just got the thumbs up a few minutes ago that the home goods lease was signed there at the Culpeper Plaza there with Kohl's Shopping Center. Um, they, will, they just signed a lease at that facility and so home goods will move into that. They're a product of, uh, of the TJ Maxx line. And last is Midtown College Station. I think you're seeing in both cities a focus on that geographic core of our cities in terms of redevelopment and development. So just taking a minute to look at what we saw in 2018, that was really, uh, what we saw was more of a stabilizing effect for retail. For years, there was this battle between online retailers and brick and mortar. And what we found in 18 was your traditional online retailers like Amazon were investing in brick and mortar stores with their purchase of Whole Foods and their expansion plans for 19. We've also seen brick and mortar invest more in their online sales. Target is now uh, investing most of their funds, uh, their expansion plans in your more urban format, walkable stores between you know, 20,000 to 40,000 square feet in highly urbanized areas. At Home is also a local example of when Gander Mountain first moved out, we reached out to Home Goods and they said, thanks but no thanks, we need 100,000 square feet. Over time, they developed a smaller store format like a lot of the large retailers are doing, and we were able to, to settle on about 87,000 square feet to have at home uh, located in, in that building. So what are we seeing in 2019? 
we're continuing to see the focus on experience, uh, the customer experience and overall convenience. And that's never been more true than in the grocery market. I remember talking to you last year about some of the trends that we were gonna see with scan and go technology, uh, same day delivery, and we, we have those opportunities right here in, in College Station. Locally, we're also seeing um, new technology with the HEB at Jones Crossing. They have a new scan and go that they're testing at that facility. Also, what we've seen is that Kroger are partnerships. Uh, traditional retailers are partnering more and more with uh, businesses that can help get their product out. Kroger just recently announced a partnership with an autonomous vehicle company in which they're testing um, delivery of groceries via autonomous vehicles. Now, Amazon continues to partner with traditional retailers like Kohl's to have a physical presence, and we're gonna see a lot of that, I think, in 19. You have retailers that have quite a bit of, of showroom space that they're going to repurpose over time. And it's never been easier for a customer to change who they're shopping with because of technology and convenience. In terms of the commercial experience, we're seeing that here locally, especially in the commercial market. We're seeing that at the national, state, and local levels when you um, encourage someone to stay a while. The new HEB Center, um, in terms of their retail development, they're signing new restaurants, retailers, gyms every day. And what we're seeing there is the, um, on the retail side of things where restaurants are, there's very large patios. They're encouraging you to come and hang out, pick up some groceries, have lunch, get your nails done, uh, visit the gym. There's also a common area that they program specifically with different events. They had um, a, a visit with Santa Claus over, uh, over the holidays, but it's encouraging, it's, it's programming that space and encouraging you to come and stay a while and, and come back to visit. Century Square is another example of that same uh, focus on customer experience. It's that mix of residential, office, commercial, restaurant uses that encourages you, to, encourages you to come back. Again, you'll see a common green, you'll see a common area that is planned and programmed for different activities, whether it's live music, yoga, games, to encourage you to, to visit them and stay there for a while and visit. In 2019, we expect them to continue with phase two. There's some vacant property there on uh, University Drive that we'll see some two-story office retail uh, development occur there as well. We're continuing to see pressure along University Drive. I mentioned Northgate earlier. With rooftops comes new residential, and that's what we're starting to see, and I believe we're gonna see in 19 and 20 in Northgate, are new retailers moving in to serve the, those new 5,000 beds. Chimney Hill is also an area that uh, we're seeing redevelop. Republic Steakhouse recently just moved in. Primrose Path will open this spring. There are also plans for a new Starbucks at that location, as well as a new hotel towards the back and a, uh, a large pad site just right here across the street. University Town Center, sort of our restaurant row here in College Station, will continue to develop. They're working on their next building um, that will include a mix of office and commercial that will be located pretty close to the Grub Burger Bar that, that's at that location. We'll continue to see development along State Highway 6. The Mercedes, BMW, and Hyundai dealership will open up this year. Um, and I had mentioned earlier the second locations, and we're, we're really seeing that at Caprock and at uh, Tower Point. We're seeing local restaurateurs like 
the Mad Taco, RX Pizza, Blue Baker that are expanding in that area and think a little bit about the, the restaurants that are on University Drive. We're currently working with three of those restaurants that are wanting to have a second location south of town. We finally reached that critical mass and, and the, the spacing that's needed again. The retail's following the rooftops that we've seen south of town. We'll also continue to see restaurants develop um, more of your casual dining sit-down restaurants in terms of walk-ons, gringos, and tad steaks and seafood. Also in 2019, uh, Midtown and College Station is really, we're focusing on that area that's bound by Highway 6, Rock Prairie Road, and Fitch. In that general area, uh, Lakeway was extended this last year and it'll, it will be completed in the spring. It runs parallel to Highway 6 and it opens up that entire area. There's also a major sewer trunk line that was extended that will help open up that area as well. Um, on the, the left-hand side of your screen, the city center and residential area, that's privately owned, and the group that's working on that will have uh, new homes you'll start seeing come out of the ground in May at that location. There's commercial that's planned, there's a rec center, um, restaurants, hotels, you'll continue to see that development over uh, the near future. On the right hand of your screen and the green piece along the center, that's all publicly owned, and it's, we're working on master plans that were approved just last year to develop that area into our next business park. Now, Steve Manchester with the county is gonna come up next and really talk about why we need business parks in our, in our larger community and why those are important to our economy. Our focus is at the top of your screen in, in the green area, that's Southeast Park. Hopefully we can rename that to Midtown, but um, we're looking at, we're currently under design for new baseball, new softball fields, new athletic facility at that location. The light blue on Highway 6 at the bottom of your screen, that's 57 acres that we currently have on the market to work with someone to do a mix of commercial uses at that location, retail, uh, commercial service, things like that. And, um, there's also, you'll see the large green areas, there's a large buffer, trail system, to where we'll have the connectivity, especially on pedestrian and bike level. We'll have the vehicular connectivity with Lakeway and Bird Pond Road, and then we'll have buffers in there to buffer the neighborhoods from the new industrial manufacturing, some of your higher tech type businesses. So with that, we feel like we're uh, continuing to be primed for growth in the College Station area. We continually rank high uh, at the national level for being ready for that next, that next level of business. And with that, I'll turn it over to Steve Manchester to talk more about the, at the county level. Thanks. That was great, Natalie, because it allowed me to catch a nap. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm sure it was great all that you said, all those numbers and, and uh, slides. Charts and, and graphs, yeah. yeah, that oh, was, yeah. And the standing ovation at the end was terrific. <laughs> so now let's talk about one of the elements of your presentation, and that is Midtown. So uh, there, there are some different pieces of what Midtown Business Park is for us, what an adjacent development is, and really how that whole area of College Station is uh, poised to evolve. So explain to us kind of the pieces to this puzzle and how they fit together. You know, in, in general, Midtown's the area that's bound by State Highway 6, Rock Prairie Road, and W.D. Fitch. And if, if you'll notice, we've seen some development along the fringe. So fronting Highway 6, fronting Fitch, and the reason for that is those were the areas that had street access, had utilities. In order to open that triangle up, 
there was some major regional infrastructure that needed to go in, Lakeway being number one, connecting the area behind Lowe's, parallel to Highway 6, all the way down to the new Baylor Scott and White Hospital. Um, the construction of that will be complete in April of this year and will open. There's also a leg of uh, Pebble Creek that was constructed with that that connects Highway 6 to Lakeway. Uh, they're next to Christ United Methodist Church that will help open up that area. Um, and we've also partnered with uh, impact companies who's doing a private development that's closer to Rock Prairie Road side of the property. Um, he upfronted the cost of a major sewer trunk line that started at Fitch that will end up uh, going all the way over to Rock Prairie Road and then down to Highway 6 to provide sewer service to that whole area. So those major pieces of, of infrastructure, those building blocks, is going to allow that area to open up. So from a mobility standpoint, it's, it's excellent for people who, who live and work in that part of the community. Absolutely. If, if you're leaving Pebble Creek or if you're coming from south of town and you don't want to go through the intersection there at Fitch and Highway 6, you can pick up Lakeway and take it all the way down to Baylor Scott and White. And from the standpoint of additional infrastructure, the things that are being put into the ground, what does that help you do? Well, the city also has about 450 acres in that area that, that we've always planned for the next business park. But again, the, the, the cost of the infrastructure and getting that in place so that you can market that property is just now coming to fruition. So what that's going to allow us to do is have landing spots for your primary jobs, uh, your primary employers, manufacturing, industrial um, office uses that could come in there, that we have the landing spots for folks that would really have a big impact on our, our economy and bring more jobs to College Station. So you and I have a lot of fun talking about what's the next restaurant, what's the next box store, mm -hmm. and, and you talked about some of those things during your your presentation at the Outlook Conference, but what are the kinds of things that the Midtown Business Park uh, or the kinds of things you, that you hope locate there that we need here for our economy? Right. We... Um, some of the areas that we're really focusing, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. I mean, the energy sector is very important in Texas and very important here locally. So trying to capitalize on some of the, the specific businesses in the, in the energy industry that could expand or have a presence here in College Station. We're working very closely with Texas A&M University on some of their materials testing, their research and development so that some of the companies and technology that's being produced at Texas A&M could spin off into a manufacturing, a testing facility, um, trying to really build off of what's already here and expand that in College Station. So talk about some of the other pieces uh, that are starting to fit together in that particular area of town. We, the, the city also has a large, is a 57-acre tract that's in between Lakeway and Highway 6 that's designated for commercial. We have that on the market currently. We're looking to work with a commercial developer that could bring in much-needed commercial uses in that area, whether it's grocery, retail, restaurants, uh, commercial services. We're, we're quickly running out of large commercial tracks to provide um, opportunities for commercial, um, commercial uses. And as you know, Jay, we've talked about this before, commercial follows rooftops. That's where all of our new rooftops are being constructed, 90% of them. When you look at uh, Fitch, when you look at the areas beyond on Highway 6, the Speedway, mm -hmm. that's where we're seeing new homes being built and retail will continue to come that direction. Uh, we want to make sure we have an opportunity for them to develop right there off of Highway 6. So we talk about manufacturing and some industrial and so forth, but even people who already live in neighborhoods that may not even be close 
to this Midtown area, there will be reasons for them to eventually go and, and spend time there. Absolutely. The uh, the private side, you know, when you look at that larger area, you, you have uh, the privately owned property that's closer to Rock Prairie Road, the publicly owned property that is closer to Fitch. There's a large greenway that, that's included as part of that along Lick Creek that has the trail system currently. We also have Southeast Park that is currently under design for an athletic complex consisting of softball and baseball fields that will, will come along. Uh, lots of commercial opportunities in both uh, the city's area as well as the private side of things. Um, so once Lakeway is in, once we uh, start seeing new development there, I think that's one of the areas in the next three to four years where you're really going to see the biggest difference um, from currently what's there, a lot of pasture, to uh, new homes. New homes will be under construction estimating in May of this year. Uh, continued development of the hospital and the area around that. This is the area where I think we're going to see some of the biggest changes. Anything else we need to know about Midtown or, or anything else going on in that particular area? I don't, I don't think pretty so. Pretty good? Yeah, I think we've covered it. So how about some of the, some of the other fun stuff that you've either um, had some success with recently or you, you feel like is on the horizon? Well, w one of the big announcements that we made, and, and literally it was we got the okay to release it that morning as I'm sitting there getting ready to go up and present, uh, was the new home goods. Uh, they're a TJ Maxx company. We've been working with them for years, trying to find them just the right location. Uh, we've been very close on some other deals, but but weren't quite able to land them. Um, and uh, when we were in Dallas two weeks ago, they had signed the lease on Central Station, the old Culpeper Shopping Center there at Harvey Road and Texas Avenue. Right. They're going in there between Specs and Coles, and expect to open in August. So just selfishly. Um, I love Home Goods, so that that was a that was a big coup for us. Well, I knew when you made the announcement because uh, Twitter went crazy uh, from Good. the people who were there, both media and just you know the business community in attendance. So that really resonated. But why is why is a place like Home Goods such a big deal for us? Well, one, they're part of a larger uh, company, the TJ Maxx companies, and what we've seen with the larger, bigger box retailers like an at home, like uh, a Best Buy, are are struggling. Um, from the standpoint of reducing their footprint, uh, per, uh, being more involved in online sales, they haven't been expanding the last couple of years. Everyone's been on hold waiting to see what the online sales, uh, what the Amazon effect is going to have on the brick-and-mortar stores. And so you've seen folks that have been hesitant to make that commitment and sign a lease. So this was a big deal for us, just, just like at home. When Gander Mountain decided to leave that site, we reached out to At Home and a couple of other retailers that could have taken down the whole site. And At Home didn't want to didn't want to talk to mm -hmm. us. They had a 100,000 square foot minimum, and they weren't interested in that location. Now we continued to work with them because of the changes in the retail market nationwide. They started looking at a smaller footprint, and we were able to land on about 87,500 square feet there, and were able to to close that deal with uh, you know Clint Oldham and Oldham Goodwin here locally. But it, it took a little work, and it took, uh, it took that retailer that has a formula to be able to adjust that formula to fit this market. So instead of doing our usual flyby, uh, you know, in different parts of, of College Station, I just wanted to focus on two more to give you a chance to give us an update. Okay. Uh, Jones Crossing and then also Chimney Hill. What can you tell us about those two spots? So at Chimney Hill, the Republic just opened uh, just this 
just in uh, end of December. Yes. They've been open about a month. Primrose Path is scheduled to open this spring. Okay. Uh, so we're excited about those. Uh, the developer also recently announced a new Starbucks with a drive-through. Mm -hmm. We'll be locating there and developing this year. And then there's interest in the back of the property for a hotel. They're, they're under contract. Uh, they're going through their due diligence, and they've, they've seen quite a bit of interest in the back for um, different hotel products. Okay. And Jones Crossing? Jones Crossing is exciting. Um, so HEB is open and doing very well. Uh, from what we understand, they're running about 20% above their projections, uh, which is phenomenal. And uh, we're starting to see some uh, retailers move in as well, and some uh, there's some pad sites there along the 2818 frontage. Um, Chick-fil-A has announced they've purchased a pad site, or they're leasing a pad site, and will soon develop in 19. So we can expect traffic to come to a screeching halt in that part of town. Absolutely, Great. absolutely. Long lines. Okay. Uh, they go pretty quick. They really do. But uh, So Chick-fil-A, there are some other restaurants looking at the pads that we can't announce just yet. Um, there's a new Asian fusion uh, restaurant there for sushi. Um, Oishi Sushi, if you could say that 10 times fast. That I, sounded perfect. Uh, yeah, with my thick accent. But um, they're recently open, doing very well. I heard it's mm -hmm. one of the best uh, sushi places in town, although I'm not a sushi person. Um, they've done well. We've also, Threads Boutique is opening. Mm -hmm. It's a local, uh, local couple that's opening that uh, location as well. And uh, there's a, I, I'm not quite sure how to say this, but it's, it's a cryogenic facility where you literally go in and, and freeze freeze it off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that their slogan? <laughs> no, but it should be, right? Come in and freeze it off. Um, <laughs> and then there's some other restaurants. There's there, there's a, a zero degrees. They just pulled a permit this week. And thank goodness we didn't have this here when I was pregnant because I probably would have uh, uh, been much more unhealthy. But they, they provide uh, custom teas and slushies okay. uh, with fresh fruit and then they also specialize in snacks so it's a it's an asian and mexican fusion place so they have uh, elote with uh, crushed um, flaming hot cheetos mm. and uh, pork rinds and wings and um yeah it's it's uh we're gonna have Yikes. to check that out yeah that sounds tremendous yeah okay so we've covered a bunch mm -hmm. thanks for uh letting us come and uh and videotape you during your presentation at the Outlook Conference because we really did appreciate that and the information you shared there. And uh, just a little hint to the future, we're going to kind of change up the, the podcast a little bit uh, in the coming months. I think it's going to be bigger and better, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll have some additional faces and voices as part of it too. But thanks for being part of this today. Thank you.